sexy mother. S to the S. Track by Track, I'm your host Darren, and today we're going to be talking about Damn You, and that is the letter U from Symbol, uh, and that is a symbol that no one can pronounce. Recorded uh, in January 1992 at Paisley Park, uh, the strings were added by Claire Fisher in uh, February 1992 at Ocean Way, and it was released on the 13th of October 1992. On the track we have Prince and the MPG. And of course, we have Claire Fisher and his strings. And in this case, the MPG is Michael B, Sunny T, Levi on guitar, and Tommy Bobarella. And uh, towards the end of the track, we have a little bit of Kirsty Alley, um, which we can kind of talk about once we get there. Um, and uh, apparently, there was a version of this that had a saxophone solo where the kind of string break is, but Prince kind of took that off and, and decided not to go with it. Uh, which I think is a pity because it would have really kind of given it that like 80s feel of him, of like a, a kind of smooth ballad with a, a, a saxophone solo. Uh, the song is four minutes 24, though in reality, those last 20 seconds are just a segue that leads into arrogance. And joining me to talk about it is Gina Radcliffe. Hello, Gina. Hello, Darren. And for the genre, I feel like we can say ballad and it pretty much kind of is. Very much a, it's very much a, a smooth jam. It, it actually sounds at least 10 years earlier i would not have guessed 1992 for for this song it sounded very early 80s to me i think maybe that's the claire fisher strings because obviously claire fisher worked a lot with prince um during uh from like 85 through to like 88 and so i guess that kind of makes it feel a little bit more kind of like mid 80s um than than you know you would think it is um, you know, particularly, I mean, I, I, I would say that the, the strings themselves feel kind of very like, I don't know, like a film score. Like it, it feels it feels like it's something that's meant to be accompanying some kind of scene in a film, basically. Like, like a love scene. Like I for some reason I kept thinking of and this is horrible to say I kept thinking of uh, Johnny and Lisa's love scene in the room. <laughs> right, OK. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like the strings themselves, I mean, not to say that they're kind of like generic or anything, but they do feel a little bit kind of like, um, you know, that they're, 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 they're all kind of about, uh, you know, the idea of, of kind of these two people, uh, you know, which obviously Prince, uh, I'm guessing at this point, this song is aimed at um Maite mm -hmm. the fact there is a ballad when you actually get down into the lyrics some of it it's like I don't like I don't think it's really kind of ballad lyrics there is a video as well that kind of accompanies this um because you know a number of the songs from this uh, you know this uh, album um in the the kind of um uh I don't I don't know what to call it the uh the like the, the VHS that accompanied it mm -hmm. um you know which was called Three Chains of Gold you had a number of kind of different videos that were done for each of the songs um and and <laughs> for some uh, they had like a very kind of like uh they're either like in studios or there was a there was one where prince and maite are wandering around in egypt so there's two kind of very distinct videos and for this one it's basically prince on a stool uh wearing his very high-waisted trousers um and a very long white tie uh over a shirt kind of just singing the song 
and then you have like little um, bits and pieces where you see um you know Maite sitting in the crowd watching prince singing um <laughs> and and then and then i mean actually you know it's a really nice um kind of uh video for the band because you you know when you've got the guitar solo you have levi featured you've got a little bit of tommy barbarella you know you start off with the you know an overhead shot of michael b on the drums um you know so it's it's quite a nice little showcase um you know and prince does the thing that you know a lot of kind of boy bands at the time would do if they started on stools which is partway through the song he stands up um <laughs> and that's like a, that's like a big move in the video is for him just to stand up like he re- like he really mean like he really means it what he's saying about he's just he's just overcome with the with the emotion and power of his music yeah and he, ha- he has to stand up and get rid of the stool and just to kind of emphasize how into the song he is <laughs> um you know he, he, he doesn't i mean he doesn't do like a ton of dancing he does like a little bit where he like kicks his uh, microphone and it kind of like bounces back to him um, you know, which is one of my favorite kind of Prince moves, because um, he ha- he had a, a you know a mic stand specially made that had like a little weight in the bass so that whenever he kicked it, it would always come back to the standing position. Um, but yeah, so I mean, in terms of the video, it's very kind of like sedate. Like, there's not a great deal happening in it. You know, there's a few little camera moves and stuff. Um, but you know, the song itself is sedate as well. You know, it's it's a very kind of uh, you know slow tempo ballad. Mm-hmm. Um, and it starts it starts actually with like a little kind of um I wouldn't say like a fanfare, but a little bit of a build up and you in the video you have Michael B kind of doing a little drum uh, roll and then we start with Prince just singing, Damn you, you're so fine. Um <laughs> which I mean, let's pray like this. If you're Maite, I think that's kind of what you want to hear from uh, you know, your prospective uh, husband at the time. You know, yeah, it's it's, it's he's, very he's swoony. singing directly at you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, in fact I'd say that, you know, like obviously Prince doesn't have the voice of a crooner, but it does kind of feel like it's a little bit in in that kind of mode, doesn't it? Um, you know, you could imagine if it was if it was kind of perked up a little bit, you could kind of imagine uh, a kind of Frank Sinatra style crooning of this particular song. Yeah, like I said, it was very it's very it has a very vintage sound to it. And then of course, you know, Prince <laughs> Prince being Prince, he he doesn't he doesn't stay very wholesome for long because he says seems to happen to me. Each and every time we make love, mm. I can't hold back. <laughs> it's like having a hundred million little heart attacks. Damn you, baby, you're so fun. <laughs> um, and and the thing is, I'm I mean, I'm not singing it like Prince sings it, but he he kind of the emphasis on the kind of damn you. He really stretches out the damn, and then he says the you very quickly, and then he kind of does the whole baby, you're so fine. Like this, the way he kind of phrases it, kind of really sells the song. Um, you know, and we get to kind of the set, the kind of almost like the second half of the verse where he says, damn this kooky love affair. Yeah, I love that phrasing, kooky, kooky love affair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All I ever want to do is play in your hair. Two people crazy in love into one another like a hand in glove. This is where I think Frank Sinatra might not have sung that kind of lyric. No. Um, you know, the whole kind of, you know, uh, 100 million heart attacks, but also this hand in glove thing. Oh, he would have definitely, he definitely would have said kooky love, love affair, though. That's definitely it. Oh, yeah, no, dead. <laughs> that, is a, that is a very kind of like Rat Pack type of thing, isn't it? And he finishes, of course, by saying, damn this kooky love affair a second time. And then we go to kind of a, a middle eight, which has, like... My favorite kind of, you know, thing that Prince does, which is to have kind of semi-explicit lyrics in like 
ballads because you think, oh, this is just, you know, like a, a, a nice slow sedate ballad. But then Prince sings like animals just born to breed. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, oh, OK, I mean, you know, if that's what my is into. And he goes, come to think about you, baby. You're my only need. I'm on fire till you come and put me out. All I'm trying to say is that my psychedelic shouts when you damn me. Damn you! I don't know. I don't know what that means, but it sounds great. <laughs> yeah, and I think as well this whole like um, something that Prince, you know, went in some of his ballads. What he really does, and this was true of a lot of the stuff on like um, uh, Sign the Times or Love Sexy, when he's like specifically addressing someone, um, like let's you know let's say when he's talking to his muse uh, through song, um, he does have this thing of kind of having these very specific phrases, and. So the fact that he's saying to Maite, you're so fine. And then, you know, he's 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 describing their lovers, you know, um, like a hand in glove and saying, that, you know, I'm on fire till you come and put me out. Like, this is not like a generic kind of thing. This is clearly aimed at one person. And, you know, obviously Prince, you know, he feels so strongly about Maite that, you know, he feels like he's on fire, you know. And this is something that he also did with some of the songs that he wrote for Susanna, where there's a level of intimacy where you feel like this is probably something that he says when they're in bed is, you know, this, you know, when, it, when he's trying to say, all I'm trying to say is that my psychedelic shouts and I'm almost certain my taste like, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Friends. Like, <laughs> I guess. That sounds, um, that sounds I, cool. I guess. And then of course we get the repeat of the kind of almost the chorus from earlier when he talks about, you know, when we're making love, I can't hold back. It's like having a hundred million little heart attacks. And then we kind of finish with damn you, baby, you're so fine. We also get like a, a small kind of guitar solo just before the like animals just born to breed. And, you know, we get a little bit of a kind of keyboard solo. Um, and we finish the song with Prince just singing damn you, baby, you're so fine. And that's kind of where the song finishes with kind of like a big chord. And, you know, there's a bit of a, a you know, a fill on the drums and we finish and then we get to there is the a segue. hard left turn <laughs> <laughs> yeah now interestingly obviously you know there are, there are a couple of segues on this album which are separate tracks basically um tracks that i generally skip tracks that i don't have on my itunes because i don't need to hear vanessa bartholomew kind of chatting with prince like <laughs> it's not anything that interests me um, but here, the segue is, is bolted onto the end of this song. You cannot skip it. Or, I mean, I guess you could if you wanted to. But it's the last 20 seconds, and Prince says, that one's dedicated to all the lovers. And Vanessa Bartholomew says, that was beautiful. And he goes, this one's dedicated to the whores. <laughs> and then we start to get some of the some of the lyrics from Arrogance are then said here, where we have Pimp Rag, and then we have Tootsie Pop, and then we have Raise Your Cane. Um, and then we finish with... Um, Vanessa Bartholomew was saying what do you believe in and, and Prince saying God and then and she asks who is your God and Prince says you and then she says is this reality or just another facade and that's you know kind of where the segue ends um, but yeah it is a really kind of <laughs> from this sedate ballad that's you know clearly Prince you know singing to Maite um, we then do kind of turn into this very kind of like I it's, it's so weird because you know the the kind of the plot of the album you know um which which has you know prince pursuing maite though maite is playing an egyptian princess and prince is playing i don't know somebody else um you know the story can be seen in a lot of the videos that are on three chains of gold which are now on the prince youtube channel for you know your convenience <laughs> um but the the thing is by the second half of the album the story has kind of been dropped 
So it's odd that Prince kind of brings it back here for this little segue. And this is kind of the last time until you get to Sacrifice of Victor that there is anything to do with this plot line. <laughs> um, so it's just weird that he decided to leave it here. And also weird that he put it at the end of Damn You and he didn't kind of tack it onto the beginning of Arrogance. Like in terms of how it's it, it broken fade, up. It fades out. And I'm like, oh, that was nice. Oh, wait, what's this? Oh, this is weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess, you know, in a way, it's kind of Prince making you, you know, listen to the album. I mean, obviously, when he issued Love Sexy, um, there were no breaks on the CD. It was just played as one <laughs> long track. So I feel like Prince, because this album was meant to have a storyline, I guess if he'd have got away, if he could have, he probably would have got away that second time and just had the entire CD be one track. Because it's clear that he, he kind of wants to... You know, wants the listener to take in the whole storyline. Well, yeah, it's a you know, it's a concept album. Um, but you know, by the time we get this far into the album, the concept has mostly been dropped. So it's kind of weird that this is the point at which he decides to to bring it back. Um, you know, although you know, I mean, to me, it's just kind of odd that this is where it's placed. Uh, but at the same time, you know, you like you can't help but then go, oh well, I may as well listen to arrogance, <laughs> and then, then arrogance kind of segues into the flow. And then when the flow finishes, you're on to seven. So you're like, oh, well, seven's a great song. I'll listen to that. And so it does kind of, you know, as a listener, it does kind of make you think, oh, well, I may as well just keep listening. I'm here. So I might was... as well just keep going. No point in, 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 yeah. in, in skipping. So if that was what Prince was trying to do, then I'm guessing he kind of succeeded there. You know, the the song itself, obviously, um, you know, I, I, I feel like, you know, in terms of like Prince ballads, um, you know, it's really one of the the kind of less substantial because it's only really, you know, it's got it's got like a, a two two kind of small verses, but they're kind of in with the the chorus, and you know, it doesn't like there are you know the whole like animals born to breed. That's a kind of that's a memorable line and the kind of psychedelic shouts. But I don't I don't feel other than him kind of telling Maite that she's so fine. I don't think this is really kind of saying that much. Yeah, uh, even I mean, if this it, is something he this is something he could have written in a card to her. <laughs> even if it does have damn this kooky love affair, and obviously hearing Prince sing that a, a few times, you know, is entertaining enough. But it doesn't it doesn't feel like it's a terribly substantial song. No, not so um, much. You know, it, it was um, it was released as a single um, in, in, on the seventeenth of November, nineteen ninety two. On the same day that Seven was released as a single. Oh, that's unfortunate. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why they did that. Um, but, that you know, they kind of did. The B-side itself was a, a, a track called To Whom It May Concern. And it was just basically um, uh, like a, almost like an advert for the album. It had like a beat. And then over it, you had samples of My Name Is Prince and Sexy MF, Love Tonight. Like basically everything off the album was kind of sampled and put onto there. Um, and on... Um, you know, Warner Brothers VHS at the time that, that Prince put out, it was actually known as just commercial rather than to make my concern. Um, so, you know, it, it, like, I don't know, not, not a terribly great B-side. It, it appeared on a few singles from this um, album. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, itself, like, it didn't really perform that much in the charts. It got to number 32 on the, on the Billboard Hot R&B and it got to number 108 on the Billboard Hot 100 so um you know where it was it was on the bubbling under which i think is like the next like 20 songs that aren't on the the hot 100 um so you know obviously it didn't kind of perform that well which i think is a pity because i think in terms of you know like uh, the production uh, i really i really like the production of the song you know i think uh, you know it's got it's got a really nice sound to it 
and there's a you know the the guitar is kind of nice and jazzy and the drums are really kind of light and uh, you know I think it's well produced it just doesn't it's just not kind of substantial enough in terms of anything that it's saying yeah it it, it feels like a b-side I mean and I, I think as well I mean there's a couple of later kind of album tracks on this album where I feel like you know if Prince had wanted this could have been a strong b-side on you know my name is Prince or something but instead for some reason he's you know he's decided to keep it on the album um, and then also finish it off with that really odd segue. <laughs> so, it, it, it is which, odd. <laughs> yeah, which further kind of makes you think, I, you know, I'm not quite sure what Prince was thinking. I would say out of five, um, I think I can't go any higher than a three. You know, I, I mean, I enjoy the song, um, but I, at the same time, by the time I finish listening to it, I'm like, uh, uh, well, by the time I finish listening to it, there's a segue that's very loudly pointing me in a different direction where I'm like, <laughs> Okay, I guess I guess we're coming up to arrogance next, you know. Yeah, yeah. Three three seems about about right. I mean, I, I do think that the obviously the 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 kind of vintage earlier sound he was going for was deliberate, and I think he succeeded in that. But yeah, it's it's pretty lighter than air. You know, Prince kind of played it while he was on the tour. You know, that accompanied the symbol album, um, but after that, he kind of you know he didn't play it, which I can understand because obviously, you know, by the time we get to like nineteen ninety eight, he's you know, he's broken up with Maite. Why would you sing a song that was essentially dedicated <laughs> to Maite, you know, after you've divorced her? You know, I like, I can understand why he kind of didn't bother performing it in later years. Uh, and obviously in between, in between this and that divorce, you have the dispute with Warner Brothers where he basically refused to perform anything from before 1993 anyway. So, you know, this kind of obviously just gets dropped out of that. But at the same time, I, you know, I'd say if someone wanted to, they could, they could kind of get a very good, um, you know, like a, a Frank Sinatra style kind of cover of this song. And I think they could really kind of do something with it. Uh, but like I said, just doesn't feel substantially enough. Um, particularly if you're going to have an album that's that's meant to have an overall concept. You know, you really want to use each song to kind of push that concept. And instead, this just feels like Prince, like we say, you know, writing, a, you know, a, a greeting from a card and deciding that he's going to turn it into a song. Which, if you're Prince, I guess you can do that. So who, who, who else but? <laughs> so I mean, I wasn't able to find any covers myself. Um, so you know, I, I, like I said, I think if someone could kind of, you know, do something with this in the kind of the crooner style, I feel like that might be an interesting cover of it. Uh, but as so far, no one has done that. Uh, so feel free to take that idea. Um, you know, anyone listening. Um, so uh, I feel like we've said as much as we can about damn you. Yeah. Um, so let's uh, effortlessly segue into plugs. <laughs> Is there anything you wish to plug? Uh, I am the co-host of the Kill by Kill podcast, uh, in which we break down horror movies uh, according to the characters. Uh, we have just got into Jason Goes to Hell, which is our most asked about of the movies as far as when you're going to cover this. Can I be on it? You know, what about this scene? Can you explain it? And um, no, we really can't, but we're going to try. Uh, so that's um, so you look up Kill by Kill on uh, whatever podcast aggregator you use. And I have a website in which I write about movies and television. It's uh, just my name, GinaRadcliffe.com. And I am on Twitter, uh, Porcelain72, P-O-R-C-E-L-A-I-N-7-2. And we're on Facebook at Prince Track by Track, or we're on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you can email us, not sure why you would, at PrinceTrackByTrack at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest, Gina. Thank you. And otherwise, damn you. Ah!